You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Well, Matt, this is our after hours. You're going to pretend like it's night out. Okay. Spooky. Spooky. I'm scared. So let's, let's talk the Full Moon Puppet Master franchise here. I could talk them all because I've seen them all and I've seen them all multiple times. What do we need to know? <laughs> well, first, I, I know you don't like to rank these, but... This one, The Littlest Reich, that just came out, and I'm fresh off watching it. I watched it in the morning... So, I, I, I don't hate it, I think, as much as you, but when I watched it, it is definitely lacking. Well, and also, I, I mean, I, I mentioned it in another podcast, but I don't, I don't outright hate this movie. I don't hate this movie. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> Are you talking about the movie? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, I yeah. just... And I'm so disappointed in a way that I guess it does start to drift into anger and hate a little bit. But, like, all the pieces were in place, man. How did you fuck this up? (laughs) Yeah, so initially when I watched it, you know, at the beginning, um, which, by the way, he was on a Geekscape podcast a couple episodes ago. So if you guys want to go watch, uh, go listen to that. You can hear and meet him. He's a pretty fascinating guy. Oh, yeah. So Udo Kerr is in this and they stick him in he's in like what three minutes of screen time yeah he is the opening scene and that's it that's it yeah then he's home he's done collect the paycheck and go so they set this entire thing up that there is a convention coming to town and it's collectors coming to sell their old Toulon puppets yeah and so all the characters are in a hotel the puppets come to life shit goes down yeah and it's all centered around a divorced guy coming home to live with his parents, which they set up that his dad's an asshole, and it really is, there's no payoff there's on that. No, and it's, there's no reason for it to be there either. Like, it doesn't, like, help his character grow at any point. It doesn't, it, it, it doesn't give any insight into this character. Uh, the main character is played by Thomas Lennon, who is a fantastic comedian and a good writer. He's also a good screenwriter as and well. And he's not funny in this at all. They give him no funny things, and... Besides not giving him anything funny to do or any, like, you know, charisma whatsoever, he's the most one-dimensional character ever. Back home from a divorce, and he meets somebody else, the end. There's no, like, trying to find himself ever. There's no, you know, trying to stand up to his parents. There's no, there's nothing he really has to overcome within himself at all. He is the flattest main character ever, like. And since we said there's spoilers in this, his new girl, which she finds, which by the way, very charismatic. She's great. She's gorgeous. I want to see her in more stuff. Charismatic, and now she's dead. Yeah. Maybe they'll bring her back as some type of zombified, like put inside of a puppet. Yeah, like a puppet person or something. Yeah. But which he, curse, curse of the puppet master does? <laughs> I know this franchise yes, in and yeah. out. <laughs> oh man, curse of the puppet master. Um, that one's not. 
that one's part of the like downfall in my that's the yeah. beginning of the end yeah but i still like that movie yeah going into this they throw a shit ton of dolls at you i was like wait was Too this do- was this doll in the past is this doll new who's new i don't know I, I did like the littlest strike though like making the human into a puppet yeah they're like oh no it's it's uh Reich Jr. and it's like a little baby Hitler. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I want that puppet. <laughs> but like, they have, and admittedly, yeah, they've got like hundreds of puppets in this movie. It's like, kind they, of fucking ridiculous. They got a grasshopper. Yeah. A frog. Uh, like thing. a pogo stick. Yeah, I don't know. A but cricket. Nevertheless, they have a hundreds of puppets, and some of them are pretty cool looking. Some of them, they don't do anything with them. Like they don't try to give. Cause like the thing that's so fun about the original series, it's like. Blade, Pinhead, Jester, Leech Woman, and then you know like the later ones like Torch and Six Shooter. Those are the, such characters. You know those characters. Which, by the way, why was Six Shooter gone? Because he's too, probably too expensive. Here, I, I got too many thoughts about okay, this. Okay, right, right. <laughs> Let me try to get organized in my brain. Um, so yeah, what what I was saying before um, is that they there's too many and all like they have no distinct personalities and all they all do is slit throats or cut heads off nobody does anything cool or different well really. i i thought the littlest reich turning the human into a puppet was cool i thought that was the coolest thing that a new puppet did does it make any sense no but i don't give a shit well and they don't really like do anything with it though you know like no they, they use it for like one minute where he shoots the the german the right giant german which no one asks about his bloody nose right but he shoots uh, the maid and the cop. And then that's it. That's it. Yeah, and it's, a, it's this movie is filled with shit like that, where it's like, oh, that could be a cool concept. Dropped. Like, oh, they, they, this is just, times. they throw paint at the wall. Yeah, there's, it's, what's going to work here? None of it. Um, but like, like, and then the other thing I was going to say about the dolls um, is like, yeah, they don't have six shooter back. They do bring Torch back, which is fun to see, because I haven't seen Torch in a long time doesn't do it. He lights uh, one person on fire and that's it. But, yeah, I, like, I did like the actual concept of Torch in this film. I thought he looked better. Mm, I like the, I like the Puppet Master 2 Torch better. Uh, I like how well, puppet, metallic he looks. Puppet Master 2, in my opinion, is the best. Mm, I'm a three guy. But I like I well, like two I think, a lot. I, I, think, I like two a lot. I think it goes two, three, one. Yeah, those are the best ones. I love four and five also, though. Like, the well, ones that I love mean, that's, are the first five. That, like, that's the order. I, I think it goes two, three, one, four, five. Yeah, because they're wonderful. Those are great. And then we have, like, uh-oh. There's, like, there's some I like and some I don't, like, as we go on there. What um, is the one that has the clip show? Because fuck that one. Eight. That's Legacy. That is awful. Yeah, that was a dupe. We all got duped with that one. We thought we were getting a new Puppet Master movie, and it was just a clip show. I fucking own that one, and I I hate look at it. I just every time I go through my collection, I give that one the stink eye. Yeah, I've got I've got that one on VHS, and I plan to buy the Blu-ray because I'm a completist and a sadist. Yeah, both. You, <laughs> we've established on this podcast you have problems. Yes, I do, lots of them, <laughs> and this is my therapy session every week. <laughs> yeah, it's like six I like. Because they do the human puppet thing, and it's interesting. They try something new with it. Seven, I don't, because it's fucking boring as hell. Is that the Retro. the prequel? Retro, yeah. Oh, that is trash. It, I love the puppets. The puppets are awesome in that. They don't do shit but in that movie. nothing happens. Yeah. Nine and ten, and nine, ten, eleven, are steps in the right direction. Nine is like, okay, we're trying again. 
10 is like, uh, Charles Band directed this one, so it's a little slimier than the other ones. Yeah. And then it's like, 11 is like, they did the, the Indiegogo and the fundraiser and stuff like that. And you could tell with 11, they were trying. We're on multiple sets. Yeah. We're, you know, doing more stuff than we've but, done in the past with the But it, it still movies. had its full moon problems where it's just, it's lazy. I don't care if you're low budget. In fact, sometimes it makes the film better. I just don't understand why they're always lazy with things. Is it, do they not give themselves enough time? It's probably everything, not enough time, not enough money. But I, I, can, always, I can always appreciate, now I can always tell because I'm like a diehard Full Moon fan when they're trying. I can always tell, I can always more admire that. And I feel like with Eleven, well, Access Termination, they were trying. It didn't. It was. It didn't all come together, mm-hmm. and it was. It was. It still was probably more lazy than it needed to be, but it was, or than it could have been. But it was. Uh, it was. It was trying. They were trying something. I, I appreciate that. I felt like that with uh, Axis of Evil, Axis Rising. Whatever. It's fine. I felt like those movies were trying. I didn't feel like this new one was trying anything. <laughs> I did not feel I, like Willow Strike was trying anything other than to be like, hey, you guys like the original Puppet Master? Hey, you guys like Zoller's movies? What if we just make, like, uh, the puppets Nazis this time, and you're going to come see it, right? And it's just like, yeah, but you didn't deliver anything. Now, I, I think this one was trying, but I think this one is so confused. It, it, there's so much coming at you. It's like a kid who had extreme ADD was making this. He's like, oh, we're going to put this in there. We're going to put this in there. Don't forget the boobs. Got the boobs. Oh, we got a, an ex-Playboy playmate with incredibly fake boobs. Throw her in. Yeah. Oh, 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 you know what? You know what I always thought would be cool is if, like, what if we had another tunneler? But but listen, it's like a cricket because, you know, they, they can, like, get through things. And then I could see the writing session being like, yeah, sure, we got a movie. I don't know what the fuck just happened. Like, well, they're just I, like, yeah, what? Just- there's, like, some silly, too, like, trauma-level shit where, like, we're going to have a guy piss on his own face when he gets his head cut off. And I'm just like, yeah, like this yeah. is not, like, in any other movie, I would, because I'm an awful person, think that's fucking hilarious. But in this movie, I'm like, where did this come from? Why is there such, like, a jokey trauma moment in this, like, like well, full moon reboot thing? Well, and they're trying to say something. The little puppets coming back to kill... You know, lesbians, right. Jews. Right. I, there was some other, you know, whatever the Nazis, if you weren't pure to, you know, exactly like them. And then we have the one character from The New Girl. He played one of the boyfriends in it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he is a, he owns the comic book shop. He is a Jew. And he's like, my f- grandfather had the numbers on his arm. And he told us the horrible stories. And I'll go off and face the puppets. And... Like, at the very end, even when he's having his moment, which I really didn't have any feelings towards, they're still making these stupid little jokies like, would you have slept with me if I, you know, took you out to nice dinners? And I was like, none of this is funny. Yeah, the jokes fall so flat because it's not a jokey movie. Like, commit one way or the other. When you don't commit, then you just end up with nothing. Like, it's not enough funny, and it's not enough serious gore movie it's not edgy enough either. Like, I feel like with what you were saying where, like, the you know, they kill all the things that the Nazis would go after, you know, yeah. Jews and lesbians and uh, gypsies. Gypsies, that was the other yeah, one. It's yeah, it's like, that should be, like, that should, that's your moment to be edgy and be, like, offensive. And they don't, though. 
they don't even deliver well, on that. Well, they're so fast. Yeah, it's just like, okay, we're going to kill. But then we get, you know, a bunch of white people then basically left in the room. And then they just kill all the white people, too. And it's like, well, no, like... Well, and their shitty way of explaining that is at the very end when he wrote a comic book based on this. Which, by the way, once the Toulon body gets out at the end of the crypt, I assume that's Toulon? Right. The Toulon monster thing. Kills, kills his new girlfriend... It then fades to black, and he ends up in the comic book shop, which he wrote a new comic book. And then the little kid's like, wow, this thing has no rules. You know, people died that didn't do anything wrong. He's like, yep, I pretty much based it off, you know, real-life mirrored events or whatever. And I'm like, wait, so did this really take place? And then it says, to be continued... Like, there's no fucking way he'd be able to continue his life normal. It, it was just... After, what? Also, after just, like, all the puppets are still around, only Thomas Lennon escapes, Toulon escapes, and then to pull some, like, to-be-continued bullshit was just a cop-out. That was just a fucking cop-out. That was out. terrible. That's that, bad writing, Zoller. That's fucking bad writing. There's talent in this. Why was this so, like, badly <laughs> written? It's so badly written. It's so badly directed... It looks... Oh, this is the other thing I was going to say about the puppets before I went on a wild tangent. It looks so cheap. It's shot really poorly. It's mm-hmm. lit really bad. It looks like it's shot on a consumer camera. It, and then the puppets. Okay, here's your chance. You've got hundreds of puppets. You're doing a slightly bigger budget reboot. Here's your chance. Do something cool with the puppets. It's still a guy holding the legs and shaking the puppet in frame type effects that we've been seeing in the full movies. There's no better effects here. There's still shitty rod puppets. Like You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of someone who doesn't know how to write for a smaller budget. It is like they created a entire script here and it was humongous. It was a $50 million yeah. film. And they're like... This is an awesome script for the Puppet Master. We can't fucking afford any of this. We've got fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Make so, it work. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what their budget was, but I'm assuming a couple million. I was gonna say I was honestly gonna say it looks so cheap. I was gonna say like five hundred thousand. Like it looks cheap. Ooh. Yeah. So we couldn't find the budget. But I'm assuming I'm gonna go with two million dollars. And a lot of that was to pay for a few of the people that they got in. Yeah, I mean if anything the budget went to you know, Thomas Lennon, Michael Perry, who, what the fuck is he doing in this movie? <laughs> and Barbara Crampton, I'm assuming. Yeah. Barbara Crampton actually got more screen time than I thought she would. I thought she'd just introduce all the puppets and what happened to Toulon. Basically, she's dropping exposition at the museum. Mm-hmm. But she's also a cop? Yeah. What? She's, like, doing the tour, but she's, like, the cop that is part of... She was part of it, so... Which... Timeline-wise, what? How is that possible? Didn't Toulon die in the 40s? No. No, in the 80s. In this in this world, he dies in the 80s, so this is 25 years later or whatever. I did not pick up that they rewrote the timeline. Yeah. But I did, no, I did pick up that he didn't commit suicide in this one. Right. He points the gun at the cops, but never fires a shot. And I was like, wait, huh? Yeah, and then he's in the tomb, but, like, they use his body to re... The reanimation thing with the lightning and everything like that. Oh, the Frankenstein? So fucking stupid. Like, I I like the reanimator goo that's in the originals. Like, give me that. I don't... I... Yeah, again... This was written 
by someone who didn't know how to do a small budget. Yeah, it's 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 not good. Like, and I was ready to hate watch this movie because I'm a Full Moon fan and I knew that this was going to be different. And then the movie started, and when they are doing the little bit of character stuff at the beginning, I was like, oh, I could like this. I could like this movie. But then there's zero payoff and nothing happens, and then I'm like, nope. Well, ultimately, how, extraordinarily disappointed in this. How about setting him up, coming home, he's in a divorce, his dad's a hard ass, his dad's disappointed he's in a divorce, he finds the puppet, and then the cute, short-haired girl comes, and she's like, hi, you know, and we set up she's quirky because she's walking her cat, and then it's just like, and now they're in a, a relationship. relationship yeah. And I was like, wait, did I just miss something? And like... And, like, I know it's a Puppet Master movie, but if you're going to make me invested in your movie, I need that shit. Fill in that gap. Like, I need a little bit. Give me yeah. one scene to fill in that gap a little bit. And at one point in the film, he's just like, oh, I was falling in love with you, but I didn't want to tell you because I thought you'd get freaked out. And I'm like, when did this happen? Because, <laughs> like, to me, this was just, like, after divorce sex. Like, yeah. he was getting Dream it out of him. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, what do you mean they're in love? They're just fucking. Yeah, they don't know anything about each other. Or do they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. Okay, she lives next to him. Her parents live in Florida and she walks her cat. That's Done. it. Done. That's it. But there's no, like, connection between them. Now, if you would have shown them falling in love through the time, like, something, she's helping him recover from the divorce. But... The worst part is, is once all this fucking madness has happened at the hotel, they get out, and he's like, I think I know where to go, and, and they're heading towards Toulon's gravesite or wherever, crypt, or whatever. crypt, and she's just like, I didn't read your comic book. No one's gonna fucking talk about this in this moment. <laughs> the only real thing that happened in that car ride is when he switches on the radio to get rid of the, like numbing silence of like them their bodies their minds are trying to digest what just happened and then it's just like dun, 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 and he's like oh i'm sorry yeah that was the best part you wouldn't fucking talk except yeah. a plan yeah. what is our plan they don't have a fucking plan yeah. in fact they have oh we're falling in love speech when i don't care yeah like wrong time Wrong time to give me character development. I wait in this whole fucking movie for character development. Don't try to shoehorn it in at this very stupid, very half-assed, very much of a cop-out ending that you're giving us. God damn you guys. Yeah, it's... I, I said it in the other podcast when I mentioned this, but uh, I'll say it again. I will take any of the Full Moon ones again over this. I would even take the Clip Show one because I get to see clips from the movies no. I like more. <laughs> That's where we'll disagree. I can't watch a few of the other ones, especially, what was it, Retro? Retro's, uh, bo- retro's boring, but this movie is boring frustrating. Boring as so fuck. <laughs> I'm going to take boring over frustrating, so I'm still going to no. go with Retro. <laughs> uh, and the clip show pissed me off so much that I have never watched it since. Uh, and there's a few other ones that came out. I think, like, uh, the soft reboot, which one was that? Exodus of Evil. Was that number nine? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to reboot. <laughs> and, you know, like, so I have to stick this one in the bottom middle of, like, the ranking of them. Like, give me one through five any day of the week. And then I have to start, like, the downfall ranking. Uh, I don't know exactly where this one falls, but I definitely know it's not at the bottom for me. This one's just right at the bottom because ultimately because of the disappointment factor you had all these things that should have worked you had all these things at play that could have been 
you have a hundred puppets and you've got good effects work on the puppets, but then you don't do anything with them. You don't even give us an ending to the movie. Fuck this. Like I was. Yeah, the not giving us a, an ending at the end. It just smacked the nail in the coffin. I was just like, fuck you. Like yeah. don't do that. Yeah, no, it's 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 bad. I honestly say. If you're looking for a new modern Puppet Master movie, do Axis Termination instead. They actually fucking tried on that one, and I don't even think these filmmakers tried as much on this one. <laughs> I don't really know what this film is. I mean, really, uh, it's, it's for because it's, yeah. fu- it's not that funny, but it's also not that gory either. It's not, you know, well, it's not for like like Zoller's like right wing bro sort of. Uh, viewers that like his movies it's not for them either because it doesn't really it's not edgy enough to go there it's not it's not for anyone it's not for fans of the series because fans of the series are going to feel the same way as i do i don't know who this is for yeah because it's not a puppet master movie i mean it is obviously but it's not not. uh i i honestly really thought we were going to get something back into the first three Maybe even a little four added yeah. into it. I, I thought we were going to get, like, all right, we brought back the original dolls. We're going to maybe introduce one, maybe two new ones. But holy shit. Yeah, I was thinking and hoping that this was at least going to be, like, Pubmaster 4 or 5 level. You know, like, we'll always have the first three. Those are great. Yeah. But, like, you know, this one's fun, silly, you but know, watchable. That's what I was hoping it was going to be. You have time to like create something new if you're gonna like do this whole re- reboot of your old franchises like there's no one putting pressure yeah there was Were no you, date on this yeah like what what are we doing why isn't this why isn't this a movie that can stand on its own you know what that's another thing this movie doesn't stand on its own at all they put a lot of exposition in this which I guess maybe that helps set up its own timeline even though I'm confused but this movie needs something else. That means it's forcing us to go and buy the next one, which I'll be honest, I'm not going to spend another $6 to rent the next one. And here's the thing, other than sort of the circle of like film festivals and theaters or whatever that all kind of hang out and like each other and like like these solar movies and stuff like that, outside of that circle jerk Nobody's really liking this movie. There's not a lot of positivity going for this movie. There's the circle of people that all know the filmmakers and stuff and of course mm -hmm. love it, but like the real fans and the the you know, the horror fans and the puppet master fans are all extraordinarily disappointed at this movie. I've been noticing a lot of people who like this film kind of go around with this statement. This is good for a puppet master movie. And to me, that's not how you review films. Yeah, just because you didn't like the other ones doesn't mean you got to be like, oh, this one's better, so it's good. It's like, no, you didn't like those other ones. You think this is better. It's still a shitty movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's, you know, it's just a... It's giving it a free pass because you didn't like the other ones. It's just a piece of shit dipped in chocolate to you. Yeah, You're yeah. like, well, it's not as bad as those last ones, it's so not, it's good. Yeah, it's not and as bad as just the shit-covered shit. Covered shit. <laughs> like, at least this one's got a chocolate coating, and it's like, I, yeah, but it's still shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still eating shit. <laughs> you know what? I don't even suggest this. I honestly, and I am a person that watches everything all the time. 
I would have to also say, don't even waste your time. It's like 85 minutes that you could do something like better with. Like, and this is it's saying a lot too because you work with Full Moon. I, I may sound like a Full Moon defender, and it's like, oh, he, of course he doesn't like this one. It's not a Full Moon movie. Actually, it is. Charles Band is the producer on this film. I interviewed Charles Band for Horror Society about this movie. He it, he worked on this movie. This is technically in the Full Moon Empire. It's a new timeline, but it is still a Full Moon movie. I so I I am going against a Full Moon movie here, which is odd for you. Yes. Yeah. I would not normally do this. I would, I, you know, I'm. I just went through the Evil Bong series, and I can tell you all about the Evil Bong series, and I'll probably defend some of them. This one, this one, this one, I can't. There's no defending it, just because of how massively disappointed I am. Everything should have worked. Everything you had all you had all the tools, you had all the right things, and you fucking gave us this shit. It's it's unexcusable. Come on. I, it, I noticed at first it started with higher ratings, and now I've seen the ratings just start to dwindle away. Because yeah. yeah. you got all those fanboys at first who were like, right. click, 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 right. high, high. And then when I you know watched it a few days after the release, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh, this is... Honestly, if there's 10, you know, 1 out of 10, at the highest I could give this is a 4.5. Highest. I think I'm in your neighborhood. I think the highest I give this is like a three, maybe, oof, because I was oof. I was with it. I was with it for about twenty minutes. I was like, this could go somewhere good, and then they just dropped the ball. So like the fact that I was with it, I'll give it a three because I was I was into it for a minute, but then it just fucking spat in my face. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that ending just I can't get over it, and mm, yeah. I do not want. And hopefully when you get a screener, I'm going to watch it with you because I'm not fucking paying. Yeah, I'm not paying for this next one. Six fucking dollars? Yeah, either give it to me for free or uh, I'll just skip this one. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. We'll wrap this up here because we've yeah. been going long. And I have to go. <laughs> yeah, you got to pick up. Actually. But there's no plan, actually, for a second one of this. But the plan is to remake Castle Freak next. Under Good this, luck with that. Under this umbrella. I think there's going to be so much negative feedback on this, we're not going to see it. We'll see. I don't know. I hope we don't. I hope they don't touch I'm Castle not... Freak, because Castle Freak is an awesome movie. And if they and that's a Stuart Gordon movie. Like, I'm sorry, Zoller, you're never going to be Stuart Gordon. <laughs> is Stuart Gordon still alive? Yeah. Oh, man, why are we getting more Stuart Gordon movies? Nobody will fund his movies. Same thing with, like, how Romero was doing in, like, the end of his career. Nobody will fund his movies. You know what? Stuart Gordon's got to start using the internet to his advantage. <laughs> I bet if he like got on YouTube and was just like, I want to make more of the... I don't know how he talks. I'm just He's gonna, from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> he talks like us. <laughs> hey, you motherfuckers. You want more of these movies? Give me some money. Yeah. I want to make Goo come back again. Yeah, and people would just throw money at that movie. Fuck yeah, I'd invest in that. Let's let's start an Indiegogo for a new Stuart Gordon movie. We just won't tell him yet. <laughs> we'll just we'll just start the Indiegogo, we'll see how much money we make, and then we'll just take him the money. Yeah. Like, look, we raised five hundred thousand dollars for you to make your next movie. Just a bag of cash, yeah. and he'll be like, Oh, cool. What are, we, what are we doing? Oh, we don't have a script. We're it doesn't matter. You, you, you'll figure it out. You're Stuart Gordon. All right, we'll wrap it up with our bonus episode of the Literary Strike. The yeah. shittiest strike. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, do not recommend it. Sorry. Yeah, if you were saying, man, I love the puppets, but I really wish them I could see something 
see them do something cool with that and the Nazi concept, just go watch Puppet Master 3 instead. Because that's the better, far superior movie. Um, and if you like, yeah, if you like Puppet Master, you'll like Puppet Master 3. That's the one you need to see. Oh, yeah. Stick with, stick with those first five. They're awesome. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. See ya.